Welcome to the Romance Your Tribe podcast with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode is about action, creating an online business you absolutely love and bringing joy to the work you do. Let's get this party started. Hello and welcome, Janet Beckers here. Well, if you've ever had the dilemma of deciding my beautiful new website that I'm going to create that's really representing my online business, the difference that I can make, what should I call it? Like, should I call it my name? Should I call it my business name? Maybe I should call it something completely different and it's all to do with like the niche, the the type of people I work with. Or maybe I should name it after my, my framework that I have created. That's my flagship course. Maybe that's what I should call it. How do you decide? And if, you know, this is a really, really common question I get all of the time. And so what I'm going to go through here today is guide you through how to make that decision. And just understand there is no right answer, okay? Because it depends on you, your unique business, what your plans are, your aspirations are, and how clear you are at this stage on actually what it is that you want. So what I'm going to do is walk you through four different options that you have. We'll go through the pros and the cons of each. And then we'll also look at some kind of, you know, mix and match things that you can do so that if you really can't make a decision, well, that's okay. <laughs> I'll show you what you can do to kind of get around that a little bit. Um, okay, so here, let's get going. So the first thing I want to do is just um, introduce some terminology for you. For some people, it's going to be a duh. For other people, you'll be very grateful that I cleared this up for you. So some of the words that you will hear whenever people talk about websites and what the uh, the web addresses that you have is they will talk about a URL, whatever that stands for, can't remember, or a domain name. And all it really is is what do you type in when you go into Google or you go into your browser to try to find a specific website. So in my case, you may go www.romanceyourtribe.com or you might go www.janetbeckers.com and we'll talk about why both of those will work. Okay, so I will use URL, domain name or website address um, interchangeably and that's just the way that it is. Um, one thing that you will also want to know is that you can do something called a redirect. So if you have a domain name and you're thinking, oh no, I really like this domain name, but it's going to go to a different part on my website. All it means is just imagine that you have an address and that you've, you get your mail delivered to, you know, that old fashioned snail mail. <laughs> um, and then you move interstate. But you know lots of people are still going to be writing to that address because you could not remember who had that address yet. So you will pay the post office to just redirect mail to your new address. So when we talk about redirect, and we'll do this in a moment, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so it's just going to be people can type in your old, your old website address and it's going to redirect somewhere new. So when we talk about redirects, just think about post offices and moving interstate. Okay, just wanted to get some of that terminology out of the road and also to let you know 
the decisions the decision guide I'm giving you here now who is it for because there's lots of different types of businesses so I'm gonna make some assumptions here that if you're listening to this podcast you're either an existing customer of mine or maybe one day you will be and if so I can pretty well guarantee that you don't sell widgets that you are not an e-commerce brand that sells products because that's not my specialty so some of the advice may may suit you here but if that's you if you're selling widgets this is probably not the best decision guide for you if however you are a service-based business which means you can help people to achieve outcomes and you either you or your business has got the expertise to help people to get from point a to point b so service-based um, doesn't mean that you're providing services it could be that you're providing everything through online courses but either way you're all about helping people to achieve some kind of outcome some kind of goal so I'm going to assume that now I'm also going to be assuming that you know who your target market is now you may be only on that path going down that track but it really helps you uh, to know who your target market is who that you're helping when you're going to be making decisions about what to call your website okay and if you don't know what to do yet that's okay that's what I help you with and you can find that out at um, romanceyourtribe.com just go and look for the attract your tribe Academy I'll have links here somewhere for you but that's just one of the tiny things that I help you to do get super clear on who your ideal customer is so I'm going to assume you know who you're going to be helping and I'm also going to assume that you're doing the things that I help you to do which is you're taking what you do brilliantly and then you are transferring that so that you can go from one to one to one to many so you're creating a flagship framework which could be a course it could be the step-by-steps that you work people through as you're going um, as you help them one-on-one -on -one one to many but whatever it is your help you've you've created a step-by-step -step framework that you can that means that you can be helping a lot more people or you're about to and if you need help doing that that is one of the big outcomes of the attract your tribe academy okay so that's um that's the assumptions that i'm making so if you fit those categories either you've got those three things already service-based business know who you serve and you're creating a or have created a flagship framework for your courses or one-on-one -on -one. if you fit those three criteria or you're in the process of doing that this is exactly designed for you okay now if you if you are already here watching this on the podcast notes page well that's great you'll see down below that I've actually taken all of what I'm going to be talking through here and I've put them as dot points for you so that you can see at a glance and keep on coming back and make that, that decision for you so if you're listening to this on the podcast um, on wherever you listen to podcasts go to the show notes and you'll be able to see the step-by-step -step guide there for you and I'm actually going to get it open here in front of me on my iPad so I can make sure that I can systematically going to run through it for you okay now we know the terminology now we know what criteria I'm assuming you meet when you're making this decision now let's get stuck into what your options are okay we're going to look at four options one of them is you go under your own name so for example I have janetbickers.com 
that's one of the domain names that I have. That's we could be going under that. We could be going, okay, that's so we're going to call that a personal brand. You might already have an existing brand. You might have an existing business that's got quite a general name or it may have been going for a while. So in that case, we're going to call that an existing business brand. Another one that you may have is you might decide that you're going to name it after um, a specific type of client. So your niche, so either the niche person or the niche sort of issue that you solve. Or it might be that you're thinking, okay, I think I might name this after my flagship program. What's my kind of brand around the course? Or the framework that I have created. So we're going to look at those four, the pros and the cons of each so that you can make a decision that's right for you and your business. That's not just for now, but to help you as you're um, growing your business. So we're going to also be thinking about your vision. And at any time, if you get stumped on any of these questions, no, this is what I help you with. Okay. So uh, my Attract Your Tribe Academies and working with me personally, these are the kind of decisions I help you to make confidently and in a way that's really looking to creating something that's you for your lifestyle and for your um, your future plans in your business. So let's go over these. I'll go through them um, fairly briefly so you can make a decision and then also know I've got those show notes for you. Okay, so now let's go and have a look at the personal brand. You know what? Um, even if you decide this is not where you're going to grow your business around, if you can find the domain name for your name and it hasn't yet been taken up, grab it. Okay. Just even if you sit on it for decades, grab it because, um, there are so, it's, it's really hard now to be able to get your name.com. So, um, so, and you know what, if you're finding that you try to get it and it, you can't get it, maybe do something like I was, I could get Janet Becker's. But if I couldn't, I might try Janet Becker's author, Janet Becker's coach, Janet Becker's live, <laughs> whatever you want to do. So just grab something that has got your name in it that also um, can work in that way. So that's a nice workaround. So let's look about when this works really well. The good pros of it is, you know, um, it positions you as the authority. Okay, so that's a that's a good one. So as soon as you have some like a whole website that's named after you and featuring you, there is a certain credibility that comes with that. Um, and it's also really good if you are really much the face of your brand. You know, you may have a course, you may have um, a, a specific niche, and you've got a name. But if you're really the person that creates all the content that delivers it all, well. It does really become you so that's you know you may as well just claim it so that's a great thing to do there as well um, and you know if you decide that you're going to expand your market or add in extra programs you can do that so and it's not going to be confusing for people so that's these are the real advantages to having it always have one anyway have your own name but whether you decide to make it your own website then um, We'll go through a little bit more of the guide on that. So they're the advantages for it. The cons that go against it is like if you're really multi-passionate and they don't, the things that you perhaps in the future may want to do around your brand don't necessarily make sense to have all together. Well, then you may decide that, well, you know, this could limit 
me. Uh, you know, for example, I'm, um, I'm, I'm also an artist and I'm also passionate, you know, and could one day have a, bus a business that is around either around my art or around um, personal development or around my other passions, which are to do with outdoors adventure. Well, for me, it wouldn't really make sense to have them all in the one place. Maybe I could down the track, um, but at this moment, it doesn't work. So um, now what you can do, I'm just getting my notes open here. Uh, the other thing is you've got to keep in mind that if you're naming it after you, you've got to sell yourself. Okay. It doesn't mean everything is you, 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 but you can't just, people can't land just on your website and everything is only about your courses or your services. It also has to be about you because you're inviting people into your home with your name on it. So um, just be aware of that. And if that's something that you feel is really going to restrict you, this that may not be the best option. Now, a mix and match, a solution around this is you may decide that you're not going to name your, your uh, main business website after your own name. Um, but what you can do is you can do a redirect. So remember when I talked about how you know, you can get your mail redirected if you move into state. You can do the same thing with the domain name. Um, X, and then all you're doing is, so for example, if you go to JanetBickers.com, you will see that it goes to my about page. So you can always do that. Okay. So you can have the best of both worlds. So that's a nice little um, mix and match, you know, a little bit of a, um, a hack that you can do. All right. So does that feel right for you? I really ummed and Ard when I started Romance Your Tribe about whether to call it Janet Becker's or whether to call it Romance Your Tribe and sometimes sometimes I really think I would have been better to stick with JanetBeckers.com um, but as you'll see in a, in a moment when I talk about something else you'll see why I went with Romance Your Tribe but I decided to keep all my social media Janet Beckers um, so that I could kind of express more about the other things I do over there. Um, Maybe or may not be the right decision, but um, you know what? It's not a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker for me. Okay. All right. So that's number one, personal brand. So does that sound right for you? Just so you know, if, if when I go through the other three that you're thinking, oh, I'm really not sure if you really get to a stalemate and you can't decide, just go with your personal name. Okay. You can always fiddle things around a little bit later and it's not going to be a disaster. Um, but if you have not really decided on exactly who your niche is, if you're not really, really sure yet what your uh, flagship uh, framework, your flagship program is going to be called, if you haven't made those decisions yet, but you feel like you're ready to start getting this online presence and start, you know, attracting customers through there, go with your own name. Okay, that's, that, that will be a default unless you can, one of these other ones makes better sense. All right, next one we've got. Now you might decide that you're going to go with your niche or your ideal client name. Now it might be, uh, for an example, we've got one of our um, one of our tribe members. There's a spotlight uh, episode with her, uh, Kate Perkins. She has bounced back from breast cancer. Now she helps people across a whole wide range of uh, cancer rehab. Um, solutions but 
when it came to her online presence, apart from just her general, this is how you find our clinic, when it came to what she sells online, it was all specifically uh, to help women recovering from breast cancer. So she decided to go down that track, really naming it after her brand, um, after her niche. Now you might have, um, another one might be, I don't know, money mindset solutions or business coaching Bonanza, I don't know, <laughs> whatever you might want to call it, or whatever you can grab actually. So you might think that that's going to be better. So let's look at the pros and the cons. The pros of it, by you really claiming either an outcome that you get or a very specific, or a problem you solve or a very specific um, niche, by you having that and making your whole website around that, you're kind of claiming leadership in that space. So that's really powerful. Um, and it also means that, you know, it's easy to be found on the search engines. And when your clients go to your website, they know exactly this is for me. So let me have a look around. So there's some really good strengths to that, but there are some cons as well. Um, is, you know, you might decide to expand your services. And so for the example with um, Kate's with breast cancer, we had to really think about was she going to be expanding her framework to make it apply to other um, types of cancers, for example. And we decided no, we weren't going to. It wasn't an easy thing to transfer. So it made sense, really good sense. But if you're going to be having... If you've got a flagship that you could then, you know, rebrand for different niches, it may not be the right thing for you. So keep that in mind. So that's why I'm saying you've got to think about your exact business and what are your plans. Um, and what else have I got here? Um, the cons are... Yeah, and also, yeah, if you're going for a broader market, it can just be confusing for people. That's your main thing that's you, that you've got to worry about. But again, there is a solution here. If you're really thinking, well, I, I could, I'd really like to claim uh, leadership in that space, there's no reason why you can't get that domain name and then, yep, you guessed it, <laughs> redirect it or forward it so that it goes to just a specific page on your website, which might be all about, hey, this is who we help. And here is a list of our services and click through to sales pages or whatever. So you can always do that, okay? Whether you've got um, your own name, you might just have that redirecting to one page. So there's always an option there. All right, let's look at our next one. All right, so here is one where you're, you might be deciding that you're going to name it after, oh, let me see, this is the one I, I went straight past it. Um, you might have an existing business brand. Now, this is a really common question that I get asked, especially if you've been having an offline business for a while, and it may have a more generic sort of name that when you started out made good sense, like it might be caring counselling or um, um, serious business coaching, or very often it might be your suburb. Um, like I live in Copacabana, it might be, Copacabana cookery <laughs> or whatever it's um you know so it may, you may already have something like that that sort of is a more of an umbrella overarching sort of name now 
why and so that's one of the biggest questions I get is should I just stick with my original name and put everything underneath there underneath your business so let's look at the pros and the cons of that um, now it's this is a really good one to do if if you've been in business for a while and you know that you've already built up a good brand around that and within your industry people know that and they may already be searching for it and it's something that people are always going to be referring to. If you've already built up that as a true asset, well then it could be a great idea to keep that. Or if your name really is quite close to what you're using as your um, flagship framework, your brand there, um, well then that can work as well. But where this doesn't really work um, is you know, if it's really too general, it's it doesn't. You're kind of losing an opportunity. You're losing an opportunity to brand yourself, or you're losing an opportunity to brand leadership in a niche. Because keep in mind, everything that you do with this URL, domain name, your website address, is it's going to be when you say to people, oh, in conversation, oh, look, go to my website, romanciatribe.com, or you will have it in your um, offline media you will have it, it it's going to help to it's going to dictate things like you know if you have a podcast it's going to be on your social media so that branding will keep on getting reinforced so you may as well be putting it to something that's going to attract your target market um, or position you as your own sort of brand as well so that's a bit of a lost opportunity but again like with all of the other ones I've said there is absolutely no reason if you decide that you're going to go under something else for example your own name um, there's no reason why you can't just get the domain name post office <laughs> to uh, redirect that old web address so that it goes to one page on your website it could be a contact us page or it could be a page about your general business and how it all fits in with this website um, so just always know that you don't have to name you don't have to have four completely different websites you can just be having people can type in a domain name and it can go to there for example you could have a look at my previous business wonderful web women if you type in wonderfulwebwomen.com go and have a look and see what page it goes to over on romanceyourtribe.com website okay all right now the last one we have is to do with your flagship name so if you have a name for your your, your framework the thing that is unique to you the thing that you know that you could trademark the thing that if you've been working with me we've really worked out that lovely match between the unique way that you approach business with the results you get and the type of people and we've created a framework and created a name for it um, and I also show you how to trademark that in the attract your tribe program we've got a lesson on that so you can really own that space so if you really want to reinforce that then you might make that your domain name. Now, this was the decision I made uh, when I closed Wonderful Web Women and rebranded to the name of my framework, which is Romance Your Tribe. Um, so that was the decision that I made back in that time. So I'm going to run over um, the pros and cons of doing that. Um, 
So the pros for this is the course becomes the hero. Your framework becomes the hero. So you're constantly reinforcing that branding and what makes you unique. Um, now this is really good if you're not the only person that's creating that brand, that's creating the content. Um, so if you want to sell it in the future or if you want to license it out so other people are working under that brand name and using your framework for their own business, um, well, this is a really great option because it's got a stronger brand and people are more likely to see a value in that if you're wanting to sell it as its own or sell licenses. Um, and to be honest, that's what I had decided was my original goal with Romance Your Tribe was that I could then accredit people to be Romance Your Tribe um, accredited coaches. Um, that may still happen in the future, um, but... I've kind of just been really happy at the moment. I have actually found that it's been a lot of me, my personality, me doing all the training. So I would need to move myself out of that a little bit more, I think, for me to be able to accredit that process. Um, but I've left myself open to that option. Um, okay, so um, what else have I got here? Um, yeah, so it's great if you as the personality behind the business is not very visible, that it's mainly the flagship, the brand the, the brand of the course um, or the framework that is the hero. Um, so that's becomes that's when it's a really powerful thing to do. The cons of that is um, if you choose to add other courses, it's kind of confusing because it's you know, they won't have the same name, so you've got to be really clear to tie them together. Um, and if you choose to change the name um, or you're being forced to change the name of your program, um, well, yeah, that can be a real hassle. Um, and I say this because this has actually happened in the past from Ooh. clients that I had had previously um, where there was somebody else who had a trademark on the name that they were using, even though it was a completely different industry, was kind of a bit sus as to whether they would have successfully fought it, but they came down with their lawyers. Um, and so these particular clients, you know, had only just started out, they didn't want to have to fight it, but they lost, they had to go and recreate everything. That was huge. So that's why I have a lesson on how to trademark your brand if you decide to go. There could be lots of other reasons. Um, you might, um, I used to have wonderful web women, but I stopped focusing only on women because the the framework became more of the hero rather than the target market. And so for me, that was an example of, you know what, this is kind of holding me back a bit because I don't feel congruent. So there's lots of reasons why you may um, want to change the name of your program and you may not foresee all of those um, right down the track. Um, yeah, so that can be the cons of it. Um, but if you've really done that work and you know that you've strongly got that brand, this can be a really powerful thing. Now, the other thing, like in all of these scenarios, I've given you, here's a bit of a mix and match. So you can do exactly the same thing. You may have it under a different domain name, whether it's your initial business or your personal or you're just after your target market. Um, but there's no reason why you can't get the domain name for your flagship framework, your flagship course, and then redirect it. 
just like the post office. So it goes to a page, the sales page for that. So there's always ways to get around it. So the important thing here is to know you need to make the decision. And I don't want you to get stuck in any some kind of analysis paralysis about this because it's so easy to second guess yourself and then not make a decision. And sometimes down the track you might go, did I make the right decision? I'm not quite sure. Um, but I want you to think now and start thinking about like what's – what would be what would you like to see happen in your business what's going to give you the outcome you want do you want to be building a strong personal brand go with your name do you do you want to be seen as the authority go with your name do you want your framework do you want that to be the authority and you kind of behind the scenes that you're creating this as potentially an asset um, well then that's the way that you go so that's why only you can decide this and just think ahead about what you would like to do, what you would like your business to become, knowing that, you know what, you don't have to have it perfect. Um, I've had, I have rebranded in the past. That's just life, but you don't want to go into it too, too lightly. It's just work, okay? Um, so your decision now, if you really can't make up your mind which one is right for you, just go with your name. Okay, and then redirect everything else to specific pages on your website. So I think that is the main, I hope that's helped you. So just to reiterate, we've got, first of all, this is for you if you're in a service-based business and you've developed or developing a solution that's going to help people so you can help more than just one at a time. So you can create either a course or a group program, some kind of framework that's going to be like your, you know, your sort of um, signature program. So if you're going down that process, so because really that's, that's the beauty, that's where you really get to make a big impact, both to your bank account and to the people you help when you have that. Um, so I'm making the, if you've got, if you fit that criteria, about you can help people get results and you've got a framework now or you're working towards it, then you've really got four options when it comes to choosing what's going to be your domain name of your website. You're going to go underneath your personal brand. Are you going to use your existing established business brand? Are you going to name it after the niche, the people who you help or the problem that you solve? In which case you're claiming industry leadership rather than personal leadership or are you going to go down the name of your course or your flagship framework um, in which case the framework is the is the the hero so you've got those four different things that you can choose from and again if you really can't make up your mind no you can have them all and just make each individual one go to specific pages on your new website Okay, I hope that helps you to make that decision. Any questions you have, just find me over on socials. A great place is on Instagram. You can find me at Janet Beckers everywhere, okay? It's the beauty of having, getting my name in, claiming my name quite early. So you can find me everywhere. I tend to hang out in Instagram and Facebook the most um, or just drop me an email, okay? I would love to hear from you. And if this really helps you or you think it's going to help 
one of your friends in business, please pass this on because honestly, I can see people get stuck making this decision and they don't move forward sometimes for years because they just can't decide. So I hope that this helps you. And if you need any help at all when it comes to working out what is your brand, what's the right decision, what have you got some kind of unique um, flag staff, um, flagship framework, a course that you can be creating, but you're not quite sure what it is um, and what's going to make you unique. Well, that's my gig, baby. And so you can contact me, find out a bit more, and we can see if it's right for you. Or you can just go to uh, romanceyourtribe.com and check out the Attract Your Tribe Academy. You can see there. Okay, go out there, get them, make a difference. And my scare-sided challenge to you, you know that that feeling you get where um, you're really quite excited, but it kind of scares the shit out of you because, whoa, you know, it's pushing you out of your comfort zone, is make a decision this week, okay? Just make the decision this week. So either get that domain name, um, or if you if you what you realise is you know what I don't have the clarity that Janet said I need before I can really make the right decision, we'll come and talk to me and we'll get you in the academy and get this solved, baby. Okay, go out there. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I loved hanging out with you, so let's do this again. The best way to do that is to subscribe right now to Romance Your Tribe podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like to dive in deeper to more episodes, great resources, and really in-depth free training, come over and join me at romanceyourtribe.com. Bye.